Hi guys, I'm Ian Pei Grappler and welcome to my podcast. Today we have a roll cast with a very special guest, George Sotoropoulos, who's a former UFC star. Uh, he's opened up his new gym, uh, Omega Jiu-Jitsu and MMA in Collingwood in uh, Melbourne, Australia. So yeah, we talk about his personal history in martial arts and Jiu-Jitsu, training back in the day and his UFC schedule, drilling each technique a thousand plus times, uh, his history of injuries and lessons learned, why he wore braces. Um, we also touched on his Greek heritage and what he learnt from teaching in his new school. Uh, we also touched on his school philosophy and schedule. And yeah, and that's pretty much it. So hope you guys enjoy and we'll catch you on the other side. Oops. Hi guys, I'm the Impaired Grappler and welcome to my podcast. Today we have a very special guest. Uh, it's George Sotoropoulos, uh, UFC uh, star. Um, and he's just opened up a new gym here in Melbourne, uh, Mega Jiu-Jitsu, what's it called? Mega Jiu-Jitsu yeah, and MMA. MMA. So, yeah, we had a light roll earlier, and um, yeah, we're just going to play that and talk about it and just discuss a few other things. Um, so, there we go. So, yeah, basically, um, we had a light roll before. Uh, it was very friendly. It was basically no, a no-gi no match, but, um, yeah, so just... I just want to ask, like, with regards to your history, can you, like, what, what got you into jiu-jitsu, into uh, martial arts? Well, I saw, I saw the UFC in 96 or 7, I think it was. Yeah. And I was with a friend one night, and he said, I have got these videos from the US, where guys are fighting in cages, and I'm like, put it on. <laughs> so he put it on, and I, like, I was blown away from, from it the second I saw it, and it was obviously voice. Yeah. fighting in the first three UFCs and winning and he was beating guys bigger, you know, much bigger than him. Yeah. And obviously I just saw the effectiveness of jiu-jitsu and I had to learn it. So I started training um, shortly after with Machado Affiliates here in Australia and yeah. the rest is history. Yeah, fair enough. So um, with regards to, so yeah, like a, you were pretty um, famous for having uh, good jiu-jitsu in the UFC, like you know, Eddie Bravo's singing your praises on the Joe Rogan experience a while back. Um, yeah, here we have. Yeah, you just took this side control here, so it was a nice one. You were basically on top of me most of the time. Knee ride, uh, just trying to defend it. But um, so but back in the day, like when you started training with the, obviously there was a. There was, wasn't many high-ranked people. It was a lower, it was a lower standard than today um, in Australia, because obviously it was back, brand new back then. So, how did you go about finding, uh, finding the? Just let the cops go. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I would basically drill a lot, drill a lot of positions, yeah. uh, a lot of situations. Um, you know, obviously, like when everyone starts, you're basically you're the nail. Everyone yes. else is the hammer. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, I realised early that I needed to learn how to defend and escape, otherwise there was no continuity in the game. Yeah. So I basically focused on that for the first six months of jiu-jitsu and yeah. really developed my guard and escaped. Yeah. And then I was able to start implementing sweeps, um, submissions and, and passes. But I would drill a, a lot of repetition, I would do a lot of repetition and I would just find anyone who wanted to roll. Um, and yeah. I, had my, I had my key training partners who, you know, my core bunch of guys. 
and that, obviously they changed with time as people dropped mm. off and you guys came in. Well, you had a reputation of pretty much drilling every technique like a hundred times after class, if you could, grabbing someone and just drilling after class. Yep. Was that, is that true? Or was yeah, it is. And uh, there were some techniques that I would do a thousand times before, okay. um, you know, it, wasn't, it was more, you know, more than a hundred, but it, it was, yeah. uh, I would do it out of training. I would, yeah. come, I would make time and just meet someone and, and drill mm. a thousand single legs or, a, you know, a thousand of whatever it was. And... Um, and I, you know, it became painful after a few days. Yeah. P- painful for you or for your? <laughs> oh, probably for everybody. Yeah. So basically, you went fifty-fifty with your partners, or you just did it on them. No, no, we, we 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 drilled we drilled cooperatively. Yeah. Um, sparring, there's, there's you know drilling technique and then there's sparring technique, two different things. But you know, yeah. again, with three training partners, like yeah, you have to you have to find a training partner who's going to lay the technique mm. and not resist and defend. You have to be you know apply you know train train. Um, specifically for a purpose and if mm. we're just drilling technique well, we're just you know replicating a position replicating position like situational like sort of drilling and stuff as well correct and yeah okay fair enough yeah so yeah here we are I'm not, I'm not used to doing the no gi stuff but um I do enjoy doing no gi like when, when I when I roll with um my gi I try to think I, like, as if I don't have a gi anyway because not rely on the grips because I get caught Mm. With one arm, I'll get caught. So, but it was a sort of it was good fun, and you you let me off quite a few times. But yeah, like you had a good good squeeze on that uh, triangle, you know, uh, triangle squeeze on the legs was pretty, pretty full on. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, here you got my back, which is yeah, I'm trying to defend the armbar. Yeah, so I've had to uh, develop this defence for the arm, but then, yeah, you just go to the, the triangle choke straight away. Those are really tight. Yeah, I could see you were putting all your effort yeah. into the, into yeah. the arm bar, so I just yeah. switched. I didn't want to fight that yeah. battle. Yeah, well, and that's that's the, the key to the jiu-jitsu. Um, but, yeah, so... Uh, can you talk about, like, some one-pair grapple podcast with your history of injuries? History um, of injuries... Like, I mean, I've had different injuries over the years. Um, they happen, and sometimes, you know, you can't plan them, you can't avoid them. They just happen, and um, it's just part of the game. Yeah. We, well, with regards to, like, any therapies or any know, operations or whatever, um, have you learned anything that you think what you know now you, you would do differently? Yeah, I... I my very one of my first bad injuries. I tore my hamstring one time. This is back in two thousand and one, and it literally it almost tore off the bone. And uh, I didn't get any physical therapy for it. I didn't, I didn't even treat it. I just left it heal by itself, and it healed. But I, I, I could have taken more care. I could I could have had a better uh, I, I could have had a more proactive approach to it, and um, I didn't. And it, uh, it, it could have been a better outcome, and it wasn't. So it's, it's, it's fine now, but things could have been better. And then, you know, later on, I, I tore my, uh, had an ACL injury back in 2008. And then I basically got into physical therapy at that point, And I did a lot of physical therapy. I was very aggressive with it. I made it basically the staple of my day for, yeah. for many months. And um, I basically bounced back really strong from that injury because of the physical therapy. I treated that as my, I basically treated that like a fire camp. Hmm. So I was very diligent with the um, the therapy uh, 
I was I was there daily from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. every day for the first month, and then it became you know it went from six days to five days, and five days to four days, and three, then two, and mm. so on. But um, there was a lot of um, diversity in the therapy, a lot of yeah. different types of exercises, treatments, and so on. And and I basically you know I could see the, the the benefits of it because the very first day I went in for that therapy. I went. I, I I hobbled in with on crutches, and I walked yeah. out. I literally walked out with no crutches, okay. and that was the first day of therapy. Um, so, what kind of therapy was it that? It was just physical therapy, like they call it physical therapy in the US, but here they call it um, a physio. Physio, physio. okay, yeah. <laughs> so pretty much the same yeah. thing, but um, both both American and Australians have good reputation with um, PT. Yeah. Um, not personal training, physical yeah, therapy yeah. or physios. Yeah, okay. But. Um, yeah, I definitely. Um, if you have an injury, I, I would. Uh, I, I recommend seeking expert counsel yeah. or advice. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, well, I've been doing that since day one. So is that why you like you like you're famous for wearing the braces and stuff in the? US no, or? like at the time I was training uh, with Tenth Planet and. Um, the, um, well, today I'm wearing because it's, it's, yes. you know, it's a little colder, but, <laughs> yeah. um, but back then, you know, it did, it did add to the friction and there mm. was benefits of it, so that's why I wore it. Yeah. Well, like, I, I've always used it for actual, for my injuries, like from footy days and triathlon days, and I did feel a, um, a benefit um, of yeah. using the braces while training and stuff, but, um, yeah, I've always got on physical therapy, physio or probably didn't like physio so much, as, uh, as much as other modalities, but it's, I think it's hoot if you find a good, a good therapist. Yeah. That's the, that's the key thing. So here I've got a little like shoulder lock sweep, omoplatus sweep there to mount. Yeah, it was like, you're just like transitioning back and forth, it was pretty, pretty cool. But do you do, like, so what do you do now for injury, do you do injury prevention? Look, I, I, I think if you exercise consistently and you have a conditioning regime that you do daily, that in itself is a, is mm. a form of therapy that strengthens the body mm. and it constantly keeps your body um, primed and ready. Um, it, you know, it basically strengthens the muscle, it makes it limber, it makes it loose. It, um, it's, it's, it's got multiple benefits. So when you do come in to practice your martial arts, your body's already ready. Mm. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. So yeah, here I've got the guard trying to... But specifically, I, I, I do a lot of stretching or I have done stretching. a lot of stretching and that, that also helps. Is it more before or is it more after class? Both, I've, at different times it's, yeah. it's been before or after, but just in general, I'm pretty flexible now yeah. in different parts of my body, but... Um, it just made, like I can come in and just do a, a very light, quick stretch and I'm ready to go. Yeah, so it's just basically moving all the body parts. And yeah. That's, yeah, stretching. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty much some good advice for people out there. Um, so just, um, like with, you know, doing jiu-jitsu, like, um, how have you found order in times of chaos in your life? And, like, obviously in jiu-jitsu you're sort of, like you were saying before, when you, you're, you're the... You're the nail getting hammered all the time when you start jiu-jitsu on the mountain and all, all that sort of stuff and finding composure. So sort of how have you found order in times of chaos? In jiu-jitsu or in life? In life first and then like, yeah. Um, I guess one thing at a time. You yeah. know, focus on one thing at a time and, and, and solve that problem before you move on to the next one yeah. because life is full of them. 
Um, but yeah, address address the issue. Just like jujitsu, you have to address the issue mm. that's causing the problem. Like for example, you want to escape side control, yeah. and the guy's got he's, he's got shoulder control. Yeah. Well, first you've got you know you've got to put your arms in the position to, to escape, such as framing. You can't escape before you frame. Mm. Then you then you move your hip. Then you insert your legs. Then you get side get out of the position. There's multiple there's multiple components to the escape. Yeah. So, so break it down to break the, it down to the little things, and then focus on that, and then then the big things will come eventually. Correct. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, with regards to like your uh, Greek heritage, like do you find that that um, your your pride in your cultural heritage has helped you, or is, is that what has led you towards um, martial arts as well? Or um, possibly, I think it's in my blood. <laughs> but uh, look, I'm, I'm definitely proud of being Greek. Um, the Greeks have a history of um, a lot of different things. The list is really endless. Yeah. You know, war, philosophy, war, yeah, war, all those yeah, things: yeah. history, science, mathematics, yeah. democracy, virtually everything. Yeah. But the Greeks, you know, made a big contrib contribution to 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 the world, um, and I'm proud of it. Maybe it is part of uh, the reason why I do do this. Maybe it isn't. Maybe it's a bit of everything. I, I really don't know. But yeah. um, I'm definitely proud to be Greek. Yeah, yeah, they've they've got a good. Um, a good history when uh, times times get tough, definitely. When you were in the UFC um, or doing MMA, what was your like training schedule like? And with regards to like, you know, obviously you got to do training for all for like you know, boxing, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, um, and then also uh, incorporating the, the diet into that, nutrition into that. So like, how did you, uh, like, yeah, so, so there's a lot of aspects to training. Um, there's the training itself and then there's different aspects to training, such as conditioning, the martial arts, and the martial arts can be broken down into several parts, the, you know, the striking, the wrestling and the, and the grappling. So I would dedicate, I would try to dedicate an equal amount of time to each discipline, um, whether it's technique, sparring, the conditioning factor of it. Um, and then it was the same with strength and conditioning. There's the strength component and then there's the cardio component. Mm. So I'll try to um, dedicate significant amounts of time to that as well. So everything has its place. Um, without the conditioning, I don't think you're gonna do as well in mm. MMA uh, as you otherwise would without it. Yeah. And then it's the same, and then um, there's also the diet. You've also got to have a very lean diet because you're fighting at a weight class and the diet also keeps you healthy, keeps yeah. you lean. And um, it, it, it definitely, um, it has a lot to do with your energy level. If you don't eat right, your energy yeah. levels won't be right. And if you eat garbage, it, it'll, it'll definitely decrease your performance. Did you uh, supplement a lot as well? Yep, yeah, I yeah. took a lot of um, basically protein powder, so, uh, vitamins, minerals were part of my daily diet. Yeah. No, it's over. Yeah, it's done. Um, yeah, so, so with regards to the, um, so were you doing more body, body weight exercises or was it a lot more like strength and conditioning? I, I did both. It, most of it was um, 
uh, free weights and you know, plate-loaded machines, cables. But yeah, it was a combination. There were times where it was just um, free weights and there were other times where it was body weight. There's a lot of times where it was like a combination of both. Calisthenics, plyometrics, yeah. uh, a lot of throwing movements, um, explosive movements. It, it would change over time. It wasn't mm. always the same. Mm. Okay. Um, so is there, is there anything you see like getting, getting taught today that you, or that you see people do in the UFC that you think, oh, you're doing it wrong? Um, or just in, just in general, when you, get, you when you visit gyms and see people. Yeah, sometimes I to... sometimes I go to a, a school and I and I see um, people working on techniques that aren't to their level. Um, I think a lot of pe people people overlook basics such as such as like escapes, transitions. I think they're the staple of your game. I think you gotta have basic, especially when it comes to jujitsu. I see everybody wants to learn submissions and, mm. and, and fancy moves, but it's the um, the basics of the positions, the basics of the escapes are gonna keep you, that will keep you in the game. And without those kinds of movements, uh, it'll be hard to be in the game. Yeah, well, you can't do the advanced stuff without the basics, yeah. Um, so has, like, with opening up your new school, obviously it's, it's brand new, um, but has teaching helped you understand your teachers better? Um, it, it helps me understand the technique better. Techni yeah, um, yeah, I think teaching helps you learn something. It helps you understand it better. Um, I'm breaking it down so people can explain certain things. I'm seeing, you know, people, people, they're coming in, they're learning, so they're very focused and they're trying to concentrate. Mm. So I think that a lot of these things are new to them, especially jujitsu. People who've never done grappling before, or never grappled before, it's, uh, this is, it's, it's, it's so foreign to them that being on the bottom, for example, is confusing. Yeah, and they're, and they're, how am I going to get out of this position? So you have to explain it to them and break it down. Yeah, they get a bit claustrophobic and freak out sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, I found like with, so I started helping teaching the kids class and you just pick up so much more from just trying to explain it to the children as well. So yep. it's pretty amazing. But um, so how do you use, how do you use jujitsu in everyday life? Like is there any concepts that transfer that you found? <laughs> I would like to think that I do. <laughs> um, I don't know. They're, they're, they're kind of questions that little deep. Yeah. I mean, are you going yeah, to yeah. yeah. cut all this up, or are you? Just gonna, you I know, know. I was just let most of it just go through. Yeah. Um, I guess I, I have to say, go with the flow. You have to yeah. go with the flow. Life yeah, is yeah. easier. Life is easy when you go with the flow. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, good. Like Pedro Sal was like, yield to wins. Like just tap and then you move on. And yeah. Yeah. I guess it's e right. e ego sort of stuff. Um, well, do you do any like meditation? Like, sometimes uh, I, I, I have a little bit. Sometimes, uh, yeah. especially with getting this place yeah. running, there's all, there's, I've got such a long list of things to do. Yeah. It's like I've got, like I said earlier, I've got to focus on one thing at a time. Um, but I'm juggling multiple things at the same time right now. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a new business. So I'm you know still still getting it up and running. So there's so much to do, and and I and I realise I've just got to focus on one thing at a time to really get it done. Yeah, fair enough. So. Um, Back in the day, like you, when you were training, when you were like purple belt um, in the Machado Academy, like you and Eddie Bravo were both purple belts. Was that the, around the time when he went and when he defeated Hoyler? No, Did that would have been a little bit after. A bit after. That, I, I first went to train with the Machados in LA in 2001, and I was a yeah. purple belt then, and so was he, and some of my other friends at the time. Um, 
But it, yeah, and then I went to Abu Dhabi, I saw, that was 2003, I was still a purple belt. Uh, I'm not sure what he was, he might have been a brown belt at that point. I really can't remember. Um, but that was two years later, yeah. 2003. So you're not associated with anyone? You're going to be under the Machados? No, I'm, just... I'm basically, um, I'm not affiliated to anybody yeah. right now. Um, I don't know if I ever will be, I may be, I don't rule it out. I, I yeah. have, I've trained with so many different people, yeah. I've learnt so many different things. Um, that I, I don't feel like I need to be. So, um, with regards to your gym, what do you, um, what do you envisage in the, in the future for your gym? Um, with regards to the school, I'm offering a complete and holistic uh, experience, teaching instruction within MMA. So. My programs uh, again offer a complete striking syllabus, yeah. you know, of boxing, kickboxing, and Muay high concepts. Uh, and then with the same with wrestling, it's like going to cover all aspects of wrestling, yeah. you know, singles, doubles, leg takedowns, body takedowns, trips, throws. Uh, and then it's you know the wrestling's geared towards uh, no gi grappling as well as MMA. And then with the jujitsu, it's going to incorporate both gi and no gi grappling yeah. uh, all for the ground. Um, which all, all that encompasses yeah. MMA, but it's, it, for me it's, 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 it needs to be a complete holistic approach where there's no, there's no aspect of the game that isn't mm. covered. Okay. And so basically that's two hours a day, like two classes a day? Um, I'm, I've, got, I've got two evening classes, you know, six to eight, but I'm adding day classes yeah. as, I, as I grow. Yeah, okay. All right, cool. All right. I think that'll, that'll do for that. Yeah, <laughs> and thanks. Th 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 thanks a lot for doing that and thanks for the role. That was um, he heaps of fun. Yeah, don't usually do no gi, but like, yeah, I did love that. Awesome. So th thanks a lot for that and it was a pleasure. And thanks, guys, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Alrighty, I hope you enjoyed that rollcast with George. Yeah, I had a really great time doing it, and yeah, be sure to check out his gym if you're in if in the, in the Collingwood area. Um, yeah, and check out his links that are in the description below, and be sure to uh, hit that like, subscribe, and share if you enjoyed it. Uh, and check out my social media and blogs as, as well. I apologise for the audio; there's a, a few issues I had, um, but hopefully we'll rectify that next time. Uh, next week we have an interview with I'm really excited about it with former Navy SEAL Jocko Willink. Yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy that and we'll catch you then. Peace.